Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you with us. And I think you're going to find this next guest very interesting. Um, he is Stan Sung. He's with Genrich Family Office here in Long Beach, California. And uh, Genrich helps affluent families um, and their future generations with governance in the areas of family cohesion, investments, uh, risk, tax, and asset protection. A family office is something that a lot of businesses have, or a lot of uh, family businesses have turned to now to help them manage the complexities of their business and personal lives. Stan's been with us before on the Ultimate Business Owner Show with Steve Beatty, which you can find at exitcoachradio.com. And uh, very happy to have him back on our show. So, Stan, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Bill, for having me on again. My pleasure. Hey, good to talk with you. Uh, uh, this whole op- this whole uh, notion of a family office is very important in an emerging, uh, I guess, an emerging situation for a lot of people are looking at these days. But tell us a little bit about um, your background and how you started or, or became affiliated with Genrich and uh, and what types of family businesses do you help? Sure thing. Uh, well, I am uh, a certified financial planner. I got that uh, designation uh, in uh, uh, former life when I was first started as a financial advisor and I have been for 13 years. Um, but I originally got my start as an electrical engineering major at USC and also picked up a minor business degree. So kind of go figure how I ended up doing what I'm doing now. <laughs> but but I ended up, uh, when I was a financial advisor, I ended up selling my book of business and uh, I opened Genrich's doors uh, back in 2008, which was a less than optimal year to start a business. Mm. But um, essentially, the types of clients that we typically uh, work with uh, is very much in line with your listener base. Uh, first and foremost is a business owner who is looking at a new chapter in their life. Uh, they're f- trying to figure out what they want to do with their business now, but then there is a, a huge black sea of unknown afterwards uh, that they may not have thought about yet because they spent all their life thinking about their business. Mm-hmm. So uh, a family office provides some structure uh, as an extension of what they're used to in, in, in running their uh, the, the post-business life, much like their business life. It seems such a necessary component for people today because everybody's so busy and everything, you know, to have to call and and get planning tr- coordinated between tax, legal, operational, um, all the different areas, the financial aspects of things, it just seems like it makes so much sense for someone to have something like a family office. And so what you all do is, you manage all of the surrounding um, disciplines, and uh, do you have all of those disciplines in-house, or do you work with other teams of advisors, or how does it work? Well, actually, we custom tailor the structure. So uh, in the example where as there is a, uh, a client that already has trusted relationships with other advisors in place, whether it be CPAs, attorneys, investment managers, and so on and so forth, 
uh, we wouldn't necessarily replace those uh, relationships. In fact, we're, we're pretty additive to that. Um, and the reason why we're additive is because traditionally uh, everybody had to deal with piecemeal information and advice in that specific sector. Um, and uh, oftentimes they have to, each client has to coordinate and make decisions themselves based off the information they receive. But because every industry is getting so complex and there's more and more information out there, uh, there is a, a need now for an ability to coordinate and to almost translate all that information into usable, digestible information in order to make sound decisions. So, um, you know, that's really where the family office role plays. In the other, uh, on the other end of the spectrum, if a uh, business owner has uh, just sold a business and is now has a bunch of money sitting in the bank with an investment advisor um, or a trust company, and they don't have these advisors in place, and they have issues with regards to taxes and um, uh, estate planning and so on and so forth, then what we can do is we can refer in and uh, uh, attorneys and advisors and CPAs that we've worked with in the past that can help them with those specific technical areas. So, so someone doesn't have to fear that you know by coming to you to help fill in all the areas where they need help that you're going to wholesale replace everybody that's already on their team who's who might be you know a, fam, a friend be have become a friend of the family over the years and um, and certainly knows a lot about that you're there to you're that there to add structure and coordination and um, and fill in where where things need to be filled in is that a good way to describe it. Absolutely. And I think that what would set a clear example is when we're talking about areas that are normally considered gray areas, there really isn't a clear-cut decision uh, to take direction A versus direction B. And in those areas where we find a lot of people, uh, um, a lot of our clients have not spent the necessary time on, is really to get themselves uh, clarity on what their objectives really are. And so in those gray areas, oftentimes, much like a business, how you refer back to the mission of the business itself uh, helps make decisions uh, when things aren't clear. Uh, the structure that a family office provides is very similar to that, whereas we are able to tie it, the decisions back into the values of the family, the objectives, the, the, the vision of where the matriarch or patriarch uh, sees the family going. And uh, that's where we uh, are providing the added value. So that uh, that's very important. I mean, the problem I see with a lot of people these days is they feel like they have to tell their story over and over again. And, and some people might not have heard the same version of the story about where the goals are. And so they get advice based on what they're telling at that moment. And the the whole idea of getting advice based on putting out fires that are happening is never a good idea. It's better to have someone at the central part of all this. Now, a lot of people think uh, about family offices, and they, they say, well, I have a wealth manager. Is that the same thing? What's the difference between a family office and a wealth manager, Stan? Well, generally speaking, it's about the approach. So the wealth manager is by no means uh, not important uh, in this overall uh, equation of, of family of advisors. And really the focus is, is in the business of wealth management, the, uh, uh, how wealth managers earn money is by managing wealth. And uh, then there's a tremendous amount of focus and more 
uh, specialists and technicians in Wall Street analyzing facts and data, uh, then you can you, uh, then you can have seats in the Super Bowl, right? Or, so the difference of which in, for a family office is that when helping with additive decisions, uh, one example that may help illustrate the point is that you know we whereas the wealth advisor would be concerned about asset allocation, getting beta, getting alpha, right, getting rate of return, and minimizing risk, then tying that back into the objectives of the family, uh, as a, from a family office standpoint, would be that we can work with the family uh, wealth advisor saying, well, if we can have you help us adjust certain allocations um, in certain, in certain uh, ways, what that will allow our client to do or the patriarch or matriarch is might possibly be so she can buy the house for the daughter or they can seed invest a business opportunity for their grandkids uh, and without uh, throwing their asset allocation and the risk model completely astray. Okay, so if I were to use a simple football analogy and, you know, Super Bowl Sunday is coming up, you look up at the shots of the owner in the press box that's the owner of the, that's the matriarch or patriarch of the family. That is the family. They're the owner. And then you look down on the field and you have a series of coaches, uh, the, and then you have the players, right? So it filters through. So the, is the family office the coaching team? Yep. Okay, makes sense. I uh, mean, that you have talented players like the quarterback that's going to basically uh, be, be implementing these plays, and that's your wealth manager. You have blockers and tacklers and specialists that come in, and those are all going to be players to implement strategies. But the family office has a direct connection to the business owner. The, co- the players don't have a direct connection to the owner. The coaches do, and that's, that's where you guys come in. Correct, correct. And I would say it, it goes to a, a, a different level as well, whereas the uh, in addition to that, and uh, we can – uh, be at that level and beyond that as well. Sometimes we might call the coaches. Uh, we're, we're the, uh, I would say, the business executive staff of the football team, where we call the coaches and kind of uh, uh, talk to them about what's the uh, coaching plan here. How are we going to handle uh, this this next game? Uh, what what are the uh, considerations with players and trading and so on and so forth? Uh, should we have a different defensive lineman versus that? And kind of get talk to the coaches and get their plan as well so that we can interpret all that as well for the owners to make certain decisions. But oftentimes there's a disconnect between, um, you know, what, uh, how, the, how the game is actually played uh, with regards to, you know, the specifics of strategies and, attack, and tactics and so on and so forth that somehow get lost in translation. And the whole concept is to be able to provide and gather, um, uh, gather all the information, provide some leadership, uh, and condense the information for the owners to make so, uh, sound decisions on how where they want to take the direction of the team. So maybe you're even up there above the coaches in the, at the general manager position, where you're you're having, you know, you're you're having the intimate conversations with the owners about what where things are and where they're going. You know things that the coaches don't even know at this point. Um, so, anyways, uh, I guess we can get off the football analogy now, but that was fun. Um, so, what <laughs> types of families would be best served by a family office? So, who are your prospects? Well, generally speaking, our, our, our ideal clients um, or families is going to be a business owner who, really, first and foremost, that, that they want to cultivate the talents of their kids, grandkids, great grandkids, and future generations that carry the family name. 
And second of, second of all, uh, the business owner recognizes and, and wants a different type of team that is dedicated to that objective just as their employee base or their executives are dedicated to their uh, business, uh, operating business itself. And so um, it tends to be that in terms of a history, history and background of family offices that due to the high-touch, um, very close-up relationship with the family itself, the structure of a family office uh, tends to be, uh, tends to cost upwards of $2 million a year uh, to run this complex organization, which is in itself like a business. And so typically, historically, it was reserved for the wealthiest of families, and names that come into everybody's minds would be the Rockefellers, Rothschild family, and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, just due to the, the operational efficiencies that we're able to operate at and, and leveraging technology, you know, we're, we've been able to bring that uh, uh, family office infrastructure uh, down to an affordable level where it makes financial sense even to those who work below $500 million. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, at what level, so what level does make sense? Is there a certain size or net worth of family where <clears throat> it starts making financial sense to begin think, thinking about a family office structure? Yeah, I think generally speaking, uh, I would say that anything uh, above $20 million is where it starts making financial sense. Um, although the sweet spot, sweet spot tends to be anywhere between 50 to 500, right? And so I would say that if I were, to, it isn't really a hard line figure because each family is different. And if we've met one family, we've only met one family. Uh, and so it would really depend on the size and complexity of the family itself. But I would say that if you were looking for generalities, then those would be some uh, some uh, outside limits. Okay, that helps. And so it it might not make sense if it's a if it's a Twenty million dollar estate that's primarily the business where they're they're business rich and cash poor at this point. But if there's if it's a if there's a lot of dynamics in the family and they just want to have somebody in the center of all this, it could make sense. So it's it's just a situational, right? Right. Also, if a business is looking to or planning on a business, uh, exiting or making a transition, whether by selling or by gifting to the next generation. Within five years or so, then part of the family office is uh, integration would might be to help uh, establish some of the uh, pre-planning ahead of time. That's beyond uh, you know the financials and numbers, but talking more about uh, what's what is going to happen afterwards. You know, the uh, are children tied to the business? Uh, how are they going to handle it? Um, are uh, other family members tied to the business? Uh, is there a certain legacy that we need to protect? Uh, and even thinking about uh, how we utilize some of the dollars and proceeds that are um, that are garnered from the sale uh, in order to accomplish other objectives, such as philanthropy, uh, for uh, the business owner if they have other interests such as that. So it all depends on the mindset and the, and the um, of the business owner and where they're at in the planning stage and if they uh, are looking for some guidance and some leadership in the areas of of uh, planning post uh, transition of the business. What's the first step for a family member uh, to find out whether this makes sense and to have a conversation and maybe is there a diagnostic tool or how does it start? How does a relationship start with you? Uh, it all starts with a discussion. We spend we probably spend more time in discovery uh, than we do in any, any any other part of the process, just because we're not right for everybody. And so we really want to make sure there's a fit. 
just show uh, by example how uh, how intimate, uh, to give an example of how intimate we get with our families, we only have at this point six clients that we work with, six families we work with, and we're only adding on families as it is appropriate. But I would say that the first, uh, so the first step of, uh, to take would be that if there's any sort of interest in terms of a discussion, uh, a dialogue would be the first best place to start, and they can reach myself uh, or my other partners, uh, Mark and John, uh, Mark Burton, John Nelson, at the main line at area code 562-888-2982, and we'd be happy to have a discussion to see uh, you know, where this uh, might lead and if it makes sense. So the first step for someone, uh, the, and if they're thinking about this, is to have that conversation and start thinking about how uh, this could benefit their family. Uh, and what's that? You have a website as well, and, and what would they find at your website? Uh, the website is the URL to the website is genrichfo.com. That's G-E-N-R-I-C-H-F-O.com. And on there, they'll find a brief summary of uh, of all the detailed areas that we would be uh, helpful with, uh, or our expertise areas, as well as what they'll find is a, a login to a uh, their own financial management portal in which we use to help aggregate all the information in one place. Now, if they have an interest in exploring that portal uh, to see how they would be uh, use it for themselves, we'd be happy to give them access to a guest account which they can poke around in. Uh, it would give them a good sense of you know how we are putting procedures and operations into place to manage it, uh, everything very efficiently. Stan, it's a great service. You know, there's a lot of our listeners that are moving from what has been fairly simple, operating a business, uh, not easy, I, I mean, but but fairly simple from a complexity standpoint, to moving towards this different stage of their lives where they're going to be managing their wealth and they, they don't realize all the complexities that are going to come out there at them and all the threats and all the many ways you can help. So I hope our listeners will take advantage of this. And I really appreciate you uh, coming on to the show today and sharing with us information about Jen Rich Family Office. And again, uh, uh, I hope to talk to you again soon about how we can uh, talk more about some of the detailed services that you provide. Wonderful. Thanks for having me on, Bill. All, all right, Stan, you. thanks very much. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this, so please stay tuned. You're listening to one of many shows on ExitCoachRadio.com. We're interviewing advisors, authors, and thought leaders for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. If you'd like to be a guest on any of our shows, go to guest.exitcoachradio.com. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 